0: Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Raley. Our scenario is entitled Homecoming. It was written by Thomas McKeon, who is also our game master. Our recap will be given by Ken Trench, and this is episode eight. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Ken?
1: The Diary of William Olmstead Green. I'm thinking of writing a detective novel based on our adventures so far. Getting Things Done by William Olmstead Green, part one. It was a beautiful spring morning on Wednesday the 8th of April, 1931. Clifton Hawk, private detective, is chasing up a clue. A cheque to a W uh, Darby for $300. Uh, That's a lot of money. But still, no news from the bank, Hawk leaves frustrated. Clifton Hawk is no ordinary detective, for he has had experience of the extraordinary psychic experiences and omen-filled dreams. Hawk's next point of contact, Marcus Finlay, the, the greasy, perhaps shady detective, Hawk buys some pastries as a kind of incentive that detectives like. And then it happens. Way off in the distance, in the middle of the street, a person standing looking, it seems, some stupid fool in the road. Hawk turns north, the same thing in that direction too. He rubs his eyes, squinting to look. I haven't got time for this, he thinks, and heads to the Tucker house to see Finlay. Hawk. Finlay, do you have the report on Arthur Tucker's suicide murder? Finlay hands a report over by Detective Bryant. There's no autopsy report yet. Suicide speculated. No sign of an assailant. No, No forced entry. Mentally shaken, that was all. Hawk leaves the Tucker home. The apparition or illusion still stands in the distance. Part two, the Municipal Building, Manhattan, NY. The police are in riot gear, protesters around goading and provoking them. Banners say down with Walker, the corrupt mayor of the city. Enter Felix Epstein, the great Bamboni, master magician and colleague sleuth of Clifton Hawk, Then Dexter Fowler, the radio detective, ready to record his latest tales in this investigation. But as they enter the building, they have become citizens, not detectives, to gain entry. Inside the hushed, tense building, approached by an aide and security, Epstein states they are going to the city planner's office on Open Meeting Act business. It's like Abracadabra or Open Sesame. The aide who Quiz Epstein stands and watches them as the men head upstairs in stunned silence. The 23rd floor. The planner's office, they arrive there at Timothy Tucker's office, now with his name removed from the list on the doors. Then inside, William Converse, department administrator, Harrison Giles, zoning manager, Orville Kelvin, assistant to the committee, and a last door with no name obviously Tucker's former office. Fowler, Converse and Giles are the ones we need to talk to. Inside Converse office or outside Converse office, you hear voices, Henry, I'm done, I'm not doing this anymore. Another voice, don't you think I know uh, that Harry? He won't let let you out of this. I'm leaving, I'm done. It is missing Bill. And Timothy's gone, don't pretend you don't know who did it. The door suddenly opens to Epstein and Fowler standing there like masters of distraction. They fast talk Converse into some wacky story about golf ranges on the top of buildings and fake meetings with Timothy Tucker. Then Converse leaves the office for a few minutes and the two undercover detectives immediately start rooting around the office, desk and bin, like cats after mice. A letter from Giles about rezoning district 144 to cover everything from West 150. It's urgent for benefactors and money. I have a feeling the jig is up anyway, it says in the letter. Fowler finds a leather bound ledger exactly like the one at the Tucker home. He carefully rips out two pages and luckily just before Converse returns back, Felix levels with Converse, the master of surprise. What happened to Timothy Tucker, he says. Felix uh, spends a week's worth of luck to try to intimidate Converse. Converse, I don't know, please leave before I call security. He's obviously shaken. They leave, but not empty handed. Part three, enter Timothy Anderson. Tommy Anderson and William Olmsted Green. Amateur detectives, university, friends, and best buddies are working on the case. Uh, They 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 visit, first first of all, they they visit uh, Timothy Tucker's doctor and they discover his immune system had been badly compromised. He was regularly sick with digestive issues all of his life. Next stop, the witch house across the street. Timothy and William go to the old woman's house across the street, the nosy neighbour, the bitter woman, the peeking palooka, the font of all knowledge, Dorothy Campbell. Her beady little eyes peer out of the door. I'm not talking. The old bag stands behind the door while young William tries his best to charm her from beyond. You know what's going on. The neighbourhood has gone downhill. There are even Baptists in the street, she tells us it's shocking news. Dorothy Campbell, the Keeper of Secrets, monitored all the activity on the street. Timothy left 7 a.m. every morning, 7 p.m. back every work evening, but two months ago he started arriving home late, even at midnight she tells us. The last day on that fateful day when he left in the morning he headed north instead of south on the road and he seemed nervous she told us. Then at 1 p.m. a woman came to the door dressed in a turquoise dress perhaps a shawl over her head was going to post a letter but changed her mind and then turns away then after that our nosy neighbor gets a a knock on the door and the man from the paper she tells us is asking about the woman who came to the door it turns out it's Silver Star Enterprises George Fulton did he did the sewer works for free the newspaper says What is his connection to this mysterious woman, perhaps Tally, coming to visit Timothy, the woman who sent the mysterious gifts? Anyway, then, uh, then Harry, an investigator it seems, was hanging around the the abandoned house just down the street. Uh, He'd also talking to the old woman. The team was left with two solid leads, the bank and the City Halls. It was a choice. Greta Sutton, the reporter, could still be a valuable source to the team. So Felix Epstein disappears and meets Greta and more questions, who's funneling the money? Greta dug around the basement, she tells him in City Hall, the mail room, an incoherent note with letters, a coded message, perhaps? It's time to smoke out the rats in City Hall. be continued.
2: A wonderful, wonderful recap. So um, before we begin, I just want to let everybody know um, that the notes that Greta found last episode that she passed on to Felix, uh, she never gave a specific day when she grabbed it. She just said, I I found it. Uh, It should be noted that uh, she didn't grab it yesterday. She probably grabbed it a while ago. Um, but uh, with that out of the way, that little correction from the last episode, um, we're going to say that you're all together. You are all back in the Hillcrest Hotel suite. Um, it's around 630. All of this information from all of these different sides have come together. So you're sitting there with the note on the table. Um, what would you like to do?
0: And it's, it's April 8th. Yes.
2: It is April it is the night of April eighth, about seven seven thirty.
0: Well, so this is some sort of a message she she intercepted in the or you said the mailroom. I don't know, looks See. like a, looks like a secret code. What do you make of it, Fowler?
3: Well, I look over it, um, and I basically say, uh, "It looks like nine, It looks like it says uh, East Twelfth Street nine tonight."
0: Wow, yes. you solved that quick! <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, um, for for the listeners listening, um, I gave the, the, the cipher last episode. And uh, some of our players have taken it upon themselves to solve it, um, which is good. And they've solved it in the interim um, with with the clues provided. So, uh, Tom, if you could please read the full deciphered message to the audience.
0: It says, uh, don't see East 12th Street 9 tonight come alone. And it's a rail code. It's a rail uh, f- rail fence code. Um, Hard to
2: decipher. C- <laughs> yes, um, and for those who who don't know, um, rail ciphers are important. They're significant uh, in the 1930s. It is the most commonly used cipher by the New York Police Department in the 1930s. Um, so i would now with with that being said out loud i would like fowler and actually felix are did you live in new york
4: yes um, i was born in new york can't you tell from my accent how um were you a magician in new york well i, you know, I was a, i was a young child to start with i became a magician later <laughs>
2: So originally,
4: originally I was a baby, then um I pursued a career as a schoolboy.
2: Okay. That
4: didn't work out. Finally anyway. settling on magic.
2: And
0: then but you the were a big, big giant hairy man named Hagrid came and took you away to
2: magic school. That's right, <laughs> but yeah. You were a magician. Benny Hagrid, yeah. Took me away <laughs> to
4: um, magic school in uh in Jersey.
3: But you were a magician, in, Hagrid. uh
2: in New York. You got your start here, correct? Yes. Then, yeah, I need, um, let's see, I need uh, Fowler and Epstein to give me intelligence rolls.
4: 37 out of 70. It's not quite a
1: hard.
3: Um, I got a 67, and my I fail my intel, intelligence.
2: That is okay, because we have Mick's intelligence roll. Mick, you actually know what the don't see me in the code is. It's a restaurant on 12th Street called the don't see me. It's a restaurant that caters to show people, specifically magicians. Uh, they also open at around eight thirty, uh, when most of the afternoon and early shows, uh, e- early evening shows, are just finishing up.
4: Well, I'll, I'll fill the others in on this. Look, this, um, this don't see me. That's a, that's a, um, a restaurant. Has a trade a restaurant for magicians.
3: <laughs> well- I have not been there, so that's...
4: I know it well.
0: Hang on. Magicians have their own restaurants?
4: Yeah. yeah. We've got our own restaurants. We've got our own uh, laundry companies. (laughs) Uh, We've got our own bus service. That's Uh, what I said. We used to have our own phone company, (laughs) but that went bust about three years
1: ago.
2: Just kind of vanished.
1: Yep. They order dubs and it turns into chicken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they all look different on the outside. Like, for instance, the restaurant actually looks like a Chinese uh, laundry, and uh, the laundry looks like a restaurant.
4: Well, you have to. You can only get in there if you if you, if you have to open the secret door.
2: Yes, it is a very.
0: I mean, it's not like
2: when you go inside; it's like oh, all these you know flashing lights. But. Uh, it does it does it, it caters mainly to magicians, but it also caters to like actors um, just showmen in general. It's like a lawyer's bar, except
0: it's, it's a performer's bar
2: yeah, it's a performer's Formers. bar hmm. um, so yeah, so you know that it opens at around eight thirty every single night when the evening shows are kind of letting out and but it's
3: there's the no way.
0: there's no way for us to know. Who is sending the message, or where it's going to? Well,
4: so, I would I would say that the uh, you know it's uh, the the clientele is mostly trade, so if you look for the person in there who uh, looks like um, you know they're out of place, looks like Joe Schmo, Joe Public, John Q Public, that's the one. Um,
0: I actually took uh, it the other way around. I was thinking there would be some sort of show person in the municipal building. Right. That would make more sense. Otherwise, how would we find them? This message is from a few days ago. So whatever was happening at nine tonight already happened. And, or the person never got their message. Yeah, that's true, too, because we got it. Unless it was a copy, but that doesn't make sense. Ah, yes. Yeah. So could there be, like, an amateur magician that works at the at the municipal building? Is there any yeah. way for you to find that out, Felix?
4: Well, I mean, amateur magicians don't join uh, the, the the clubs. They're only open to professional magicians. So, um, I mean, amateur magicians are uh, ten a ten-a-penny very popular hobby, you know.
0: Question for the GM. Um, yes,
4: sir.
0: In what form is this found? I mean, if uh, if Greta was in the mail room, you said,
2: mm-hmm.
0: how did she find this message?
2: Well, I was going to the city planner's office. So she was just probably digging around in the city planner's mail, because it's just in a bin. And looking for something out of place and And was it
0: on an envelope or in an envelope it was
2: in an envelope but it was an unmarked envelope that was just going right on up so it was it was someone knew that they were going to get it and
0: someone was going to get it so somebody in the planner's office
1: do you remember uh it was suggested that timothy could be the mole so could it be a message to timothy to pass on some information
3: 'Cause he's the one that's magically disappeared. Well, that's actually that is actually a good idea there, uh, William. Well,
0: then he has a strange Arabic book that might have magic in it in his study. Different kind of magic.
3: Yeah. But maybe he decided Tim as he decided to, you know, drop it in there. Hopefully, someone will pick it up and kind of figure out the clue.
0: Felix, do you have a membership for that club? Can what
4: you get you, in? I Don't see it's well, It's not a club. It's just a. It's just a, a restaurant. I mean, it's open to the public as well. It's just that uh, it's popular with it's popular people.
0: with magicians.
1: No. We, have, we have our places. Yeah. We've got a photograph of Timothy, right? so there's one way of maybe identifying if he maybe met somebody there on a regular basis
0: that's possible now can we say by this time thomas we've all looked at pictures of timothy to the point where we would now be able to recognize him if we saw him walking down the street
2: yeah you've been at this for like what four days nearly five so yeah you you've got a pretty Showing clear a
0: picture round so
2: yeah you got a pretty, pretty clear understanding of what he looks like you could probably describe him without a picture, pretty detailed too.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the lead, that's definitely, we could see if anybody saw Timothy there.
2: So what would you like to do now?
0: I don't know, I'm wondering what Tommy's thinking because he's stroking his beard. That usually means he's thinking. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I'm doing but I'm not coming up with anything. <laughs> Um, well, it's some, It's the evening. We could go there for dinner. They bring William out empty love. plates, and then suddenly the food appears.
1: Well, you would love to see a magic show. Why, not, why don't we do that tonight?
0: Do they do magic yeah. shows there?
2: Probably not. I'm, I'm sure if you asked Felix uh, or, you know – I don't know how magicians think, but I'm sure like like any trade, if you were to walk in and go do this for me on your off hour, they'd be like who the fuck are you? Yeah,
0: oh, I
4: don't know. That's pretty much the attitude I was going to manifest if anyone asked me to do any magic tricks
0: right now. On the uh, On the outside, I have a few friends who are magicians and every time we go out, they end up walking around everywhere doing tricks for people at their tables. Oh my gosh. Um, they can't help themselves.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, it would take you guys about it's, – it's, it's rush hour in New York. Um, so, like, everyone's trying to get home. So it would take you guys probably about an hour, even if you're walking, to get down to 12th Street because you guys are in uh, the upper portion of Manhattan, 12th Street's down lower. It's the um, kind of
0: place you need a reservation, Mick? No, no. <laughs>
4: would,
1: would anybody like to play some golf off the top of a roof
0: somewhere? <laughs> what I a great idea! That's a
1: brilliant business
4: plan. It is actually. I think that could be a goal. I mean, you know, magic's not paying as much as it used to. If I could just get enough backing for it, I mean, you've got money, Fowler. Yes, I do. You could, you could invest in something like that. I mean, you know, all we, no one uses the rooftops. Yeah. You know, all you've got to do is raise up a platform just above the level of the, uh, the ventilator shafts and everything, so it's all flat, and then put netting around the edges. Golf driving ranges stops people having to drive out of the city to practice their golf.
0: Our, yeah. Uh, what, what are our goals here? Our goals are to find Timothy, is that correct? That's what we, that's our primary mission. Find Timothy.
2: Find Timothy is the primary mission.
0: Find out what happened to him.
2: Find out what happened to him and find out where he is and bring him home. Yeah.
0: So I guess that's a lead we can follow. See if there's anything. Who knows? Right now, I don't think we have many other leads. Except,
4: well, Fowler, you out of the, uh, out of the Yes, I did.
2: Um, what exactly Let's have a look at that. Yeah, what yeah. exactly
3: it, is it like?
2: Um, you guys saw the, the, the one you found at Timothy's house. So just pulling this out, it looks similar. The difference is that this ledger is saying that they're donations and that they're being put forth as donations. In the other ledger, it showed... The donations coming in, and then the divvying up of the donations and the spreading it out amongst everybody, or at least most people.
0: In other words, they have two books. They have double books. One is right, and one. one is to show the lawyers, and the other one is to keep track. Of. You, you tore a page out of their ledger? They're going to miss page. that.
1: Two pages. Two pages. Could we not? Could we? Could that not be great evidence? The two pages to compare against the other ledger, especially if the pages are numbered and there's your evidence for the, the Seabury Commission. You know, fake ledger.
0: The ledger we have is evidence. I mean, we, like I say, I'm I'm in favour of just turning it over, turning it over to Hofstetter or to, uh, to Roosevelt.
4: Turn it over. I think you're right that we should go right to the top with it. The further down the food chain
1: you go, the more chance there is that someone's been bought out. And the other thing we can check out, uh, if you don't mind me saying, because I'm writing a story about her adventures, is um, Silver Star Enterprises. This George Fulton, that the old the old witch across the road recognised, um, he was asking about the woman that was visiting Timothy's house, who nearly posted a letter, but didn't. Why would why would that man be asking about a visitor to Timothy?
3: What?
0: I imagine yeah. Timothy going missing is suspicious to the bad guys. Yeah. That's also why I don't think that he's dead, because if they if he was dead, they would know that they wouldn't be looking for him. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, make your make your. Uh, you're muted.
4: No, I'm, I'm not. Sorry. My voice just became so uh, <laughs> deep then that it went off the human hearing scale. I said, maybe they're not looking for him. Maybe they're just looking for the ledger. Um, maybe he's just a means to an end just to get the ledger.
0: I would have thought the first place they'd ransack would be his house, though. Mm.
4: Um, yeah, I would have found that safe.
0: Outside the game for just a moment. There was an update to Zoom over the weekend. Uh, you can now use your space bar to uh, uh, mute and unmute. Wow. Oh. Makes it easier.
2: Well, well it is... Uh, not for me. It is about... It's about 745 at this point. So... Do you want to follow up on the lead tonight, or wait until maybe tomorrow? What do you guys
3: want to do?
4: I think the sooner, the better.
0: I'm hungry.
3: Yeah, I I, I could get something to eat. I agree.
0: I've never tasted magical food. Do you
3: not?
2: Oh, it's amazing. Um. All right then. Well, then we will say. Oh, well. Let me ask. Um. How are you going to get there? Walking or driving?
4: Cab. And take a cab. Well, I was thinking if I just click my fingers,
2: we're there. Because Corey does have a car. Yes.
0: Does it fit?
2: We'll say in the magical realm of, of of Call of Cthulhu, it fits all of you.
0: Well, if if it's a if it's a touring car, sure it'll fit. it fit eight easily.
2: Yes. We'll say it's a train car. We'll say it's a. It's a military grade supply truck no it's one of those one
0: of those um, big fancy gangster
4: cars yeah <laughs> like a Dudenberg or, there you uh, go. or or just some form of ramshackle sharabang. right
2: well it's busy on a wednesday it's a, it's you know it's almost 8 so people are literally like just starting to get home um, traffic is still heavy but it's it's dissipating what i and you guys have left the hotel um What I would like to know, Corey, is if you lock the car. Yes. As you guys approach, uh, Corey, it's your car, so you're probably the first to notice. The locks are up.
3: What the... Guys, I think somebody tried getting in my car. They didn't try. They got in. The doors were unlocked.
0: Did they take anything?
3: I look around. Did they take anything?
0: Did they steal your gramophone?
4: Oh, no. They haven't stolen your big tartan blanket out of the back, have they?
2: Um, No. Nothing is stolen. Nothing's missing. It looks completely untouched other than the fact that the doors are open.
0: Um, Gentlemen, uh, back away from the car for a moment.
4: Yeah, I've I've seen enough uh, gangster movies to know how. This I'm gonna works. get
0: down on my my hands and knees, yeah, and look underneath the car, look um, around in the wheel wheel wells and stuff like that, and see if there's a bomb.
2: Yeah, there's there's nothing there. Um, you get a, little, a few odd looks from people who are walking on the sidewalk because it's, it's crowded. Like it just sees the people, um, but there's nothing there. Like you get back up and ah. He's going to
0: grab well, um, one of those people off the street and say, hey, would you like a, to, to start the car up for us?
3: <laughs> I, I, I pop the hood, see if there's anything in the hood.
4: While he's doing that, I'll open the bonnet.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, there's, no, there's nothing. There's nothing. Everything's fine.
3: Does the, I don't know, I can't remember, does uh, these vehicles have like a trunk? Yeah, they have.
0: Yeah, yeah a boot. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I check out. I check the back. I check the, the boot, of the back trunk. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what, uh, that's what Mick was checking.
2: But no, uh, he said he did no, the, I, the front. I
4: was under the bonnet.
2: Oh, okay. Um, then no, there's, there's nothing. The car is completely clean.
4: Can I check the embattion?
0: <laughs> Everything is clean. Check under the wings. Um, Yeah. Uh, My guess then is that they might want to know if we have the ledger and they were looking in the car to see if we had it. Are your gloves still in the glove compartment?
3: I'm I'm pretty sure they are.
0: All right. Well, let's all get behind the windscreen and make our way to this restaurant. All right. um, if we all die in the next couple seconds. Are the brake, are the brake, brakes, brake lines cut? Brake lines are fine.
2: You, you, you looked under the car; everything's okay. Um, but no. Well, well, um, you,
1: well, William were whispers to Tommy? I think we need to get rid of this ledger before we get into more trouble.
0: The longer we have it, the more likely it is the bad guys will retrieve it.
4: Um, all right. Are there any scratches on the car? Can we see how they've managed to get in? Have they just sort of put a... Um...
2: There's no visible markings on the car to show how they got it.
0: Well, I start looking at everybody and rolling my eyes and think maybe he didn't lock
5: it. <laughs> but, but the car doesn't look like... The inside of the car doesn't look like it's been disturbed at all. Like, there's... No.
2: That yeah, looks completely fine.
5: The doors were just
2: unlocked.
0: Wait a second. There was a copy of that book. Um, the, the, the lady, I can't remember. It was sitting back there. It's missing.
4: Lady Don't Fall Backwards. That's the a <laughs> <laughs> that, that masterpiece of modern fiction.
2: Uh, lady Don't I Fall guess. Backwards was in the back seat. Well, like, you can't
4: right. No one would have, any man of taste would have taken that.
2: So, you guys drive away. Um, you manage to get on Second Avenue, no problem. Um, I'd like William to give me a spot hidden.
0: You're muted.
1: Night to night. All right.
0: He doesn't find the book in the back seat.
2: All righty. So you guys drive to the restaurant. Um, Now, Fowler, since I'm assuming you're driving, um, 12th Street is a rather busy street. Um, In fact, basically everything down from like 13, 14, actually. 14 is residential. 14 down to like 9th is busy. 2nd Avenue, 3rd Avenue, and 4th Avenue are incredibly busy it's like the through lanes so finding parking is very difficult um you've managed to spot the restaurant but you have to go find parking and then kind of
3: walk down that way
2: um is that okay with with you fowler you're the one driving
3: yeah no i'll say if, if you guys want to get out i'll try to find parking and now i do i will join you guys if if that works for you guys
5: that's fine. I'll get out.
2: Okay. Thompson gets out.
4: If you can't uh, find anywhere to park, just bring the car around at about half past 10.
3: <laughs> uh, I will find parking. Yeah.
2: So uh, Thompson is the uh, first to get out. Um, what I'll point out to everybody is um the is the location so uh cars are driving past on the street there's no real there's no way to get close to the sidewalk there's cars lined up along it so you're like stopped in the road letting people get out um and you can hear there are people like honking trying to get you to move but this is new york you don't move um but so cars are trying to get past cars are coming down the other way um you can hear ships heading up the east river it's uh it's pretty noisy. Um, the Don't See Me restaurant, it is, um, it's not bordered by any buildings. It's two alleyways. So it's kind of a standalone building. Um, and it's, it's a, and it's, this is actually a rather nice area. Um, you're right next to 2nd Avenue. And 2nd Avenue right now is like a huge you know, commerce district. Um, so you've got billboards All over so you've got a billboard saying um, you know Horner's harmonica is the best that's a real product Horner's harmonica is the best harmonica you'll ever have gee whiz guys Um, you see that there is a there's a billboard promoting uh, Peter uh, Ebbetson I don't know if anyone is familiar with that play it's a good play you guys should go check it out Um, and then there's uh, another billboard right flashing lights, it's promoting a a, a recent bestseller, Eyes the Beast by Jeffrey Clark. Um, But really, really that's about it. Um, uh, There's people walking up and down the sidewalks, but it's starting to die down a little bit. Um, Thompson, you are the first one to step out onto the road. Um, Can I get a luck roll from you, please? Oh boy.
5: That is a 55 out of a 60, no. No, that's a 55 out of 50. I don't know why I marked off luck instead of sanity here. All right, yeah, so I didn't pass.
2: Okay, what happens is that as soon as you step out, um, the, Fowler is parked in front of the building, so the alleyways are on either side. Um, So you step out, and just to kind of show you how busy this is, as soon as you step out, um, a Mercedes Benz, it comes out of one of the alleyways, stops at the road, but it comes out so fast, it kind of splashes you with snow and just all this crap. Um, And uh, he's like inching out, and then he gets into the road, like people are honking. Um, It's a mess. Um, So the sooner you guys get into... The, uh, the, the, the restaurant probably the better because you guys are holding up traffic and people are, are, are honking horns and shouting. Um, it's dying down, but still, the roads are terrible.
0: I, I kind of imagine when we were standing out there and that happened, I, I hit the hood of his car and I said, I'm walking here. Well, yeah, <laughs> when the, when the Benz comes out and it's
2: inching its way out, like it, it, it's, it's, it doesn't come fully out into the middle of the street. It comes kind of like halfway it kind of like jolts out of the alleyway and stops halfway and people are honking and, and people are like leaning out of their windows and like waving at it to, to move out of the way so that they can get by. And yeah. it kind of- well,
5: and then- I was, I mean, Hulk pre- pretty much took the words out of my mouth, but what I was going to do was, I was going to brush the, the snow and muck off of my, my, my uh, clothing, kind of irritated looking. I would have straightened up my glasses and I would have said in the most proper voice, I am walking here. (laughs) Please don't splash me with your muck. Um, Of course, Hawk would have banged on the car and said, Hey, I'm walking here.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so, so uh, Thompson's out. How about everybody else? Is, Is everyone entering, but Fowler so that he can find a spot really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. So, Fowler, you guys all get out. You go to the sidewalk. Fowler drives away. Um, and who is going to enter first? Um,
0: Felix should. I think,
2: I think that should be me. Okay. Um, all right. Well, as soon as you enter, Felix, um, you're hit with the smell of like amazing food. Um, the entire it's it's very it's a very small um, it's a very small restaurant. Most restaurants in New York, especially on you know Second Avenue and Fourteenth and Thirteenth, they're all compact. They have to be. Um, there's a there's a single bar. There's a row of tables that kind of face windows that face out onto the street. Um, there are a couple booths in the very back. Um, very low lighting. You can see that um, like on the ceilings, they've got like taxidermied owls and they've got mirrors on the ceiling. Um, these very lavish, um, like <laughs> they've got lavish uh, 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 curtains kind of going all over. It's very fancy. Um, and there's a man, uh, He's he's got uh, this button up shirt rolled up sleeves you can see he's got tattoos up his arm. Um, And as soon as you enter, yeah, he got tattoos in 1930, uh, showman. Uh, As soon as Felix enters, uh, the man looks up and says, uh, Welcome to Don't See Me. What can I get you? A seltzer water, uh, a Coke, Pepsi.
0: What's
4: what's his name
2: again? You haven't gotten a name.
4: I've been here before. I know his name.
5: uh, have you been here
2: recently
4: um i'll make a luck roll
2: let's make a a luck roll (laughs) i have
4: passed my luck roll all
2: right well then as so you know him his name is manny he's a very young bartender um what you also know is that this is a speakeasy they've got they've got hooch underneath uh, underneath the bar um so his name is Manny and as soon as you walk in he says that he takes he looks at you and he goes Felix what are you doing here oh Manny Manny oh
4: dear, oh dear. I'm back I'm back in the city what can I tell you
2: I thought you were please, out on the uh,
4: draws me back.
2: I thought you were on the the circuit
4: oh there was nothing happening no I thought it was going to be nothing but parties oh, it was nothing but trouble some schmuck offered me a bit of work here, so I, I came back to the city for a few days. Let um, me; these 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 folks are with me; they're friends of mine. Oh, we're, uh, we're working on the same thing together at the moment.
5: Oh,
2: any he, any he kind of any kind of waves you over, and he says, "Well, take a seat at the bar here. Um, we got a fine selection." And he kind of uh, winks at Felix; he knows. Uh, and he says, uh, "Can I start you off with drinks or food or?" What do you guys need?
4: Yeah, I'll I'll have a drink. I'll uh, just 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 give me a brown.
2: And he nods. How about you? How about you guys?
0: Um. Yeah, can bring me something interesting.
2: And he uh, and he kind of chuckles and says, "Well, I can do that." And he looks at Thompson and he goes, uh, "You all right there, man?" And he kind of reaches underneath the uh, the table and he pulls out a a, a rack and he kind of like. Pushes it down to the bar and says, "You're looking a little wet. Someone uh,
5: spray you out there?" Unfortunately, they have. Do you have anything stiff, like a uh, good whiskey, or maybe something a bit more, uh, a bit more on the Scotch side of things? Well,
2: uh, and he kind of looks around, making sure there's no cops. He goes, uh, "You know, I can see what I can do, but uh, between you and me, think, it's code."
5: I I I I I notice him looking around and I say, I think the police have more pressing business out there nowadays than coming in here and reading your right. fine establishment.
0: He'll have a coke.
2: And any any nods and uh any any kind of goes oh, yeah, one coke and he gives you a, a wen can, Um and as he's preparing everything underneath the table, uh, underneath the bar. Um he kind of looks up at you, William and Tommy, and he says, and, uh, and, and young people like you, you don't, need, you don't need any of this stuff. And he kind of uh, chuckles. And he goes, we'll get you a Coke or a Pepsi here in just a sec. I'll have a Pepsi. There we go. One Pepsi. And how about you? And he, uh, Two Pepsis. All right. And, uh, and as he's preparing everything, the, 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 the drinks under the table and the other stuff on the bar – um, he, he, he his eyes are all over the place and he goes, so Felix, what are you doing in here? Just wanted to stop by? Well, a bit of
4: that, you know, see my old haunts, but um, also we're, uh, we're kind of looking for someone.
2: Uh, and he puts the, the drinks down at the bar and he says, all right, here's one Coke. And here's a brown. Um, and at this at this point, uh, Fowler has walked in. Um, the bell rings, and you see Manny kind of lean up and look over, and he goes, well, don't see me. I'll be right with you in just one sec. Take a seat anywhere." We'll oh, don't don't,
4: don't, oh. don't worry. That that schmucks with us.
2: Oh, hey, I recognize you. Oh, really? Man. Yeah, I don't know where, but. You look familiar, maybe just your face.
5: Um, he, does, anyway. he does have that sort of face that you want to punch every time you see, right? I don't know about that old timer, but yeah, wow.
0: I suppose. You, you've probably seen him on the radio.
2: I don't know if I can ever see anybody on the radio, sir, but...
0: You gotta look through the little timer.
2: That's some the magic there, looking through a little hole and seeing him. So, you're looking for somebody, all of you.
4: Is that what's yeah, going we're, on? we're looking for a fella. Would have been in here uh, nine o'clock one night recently. Not, not a regular.
2: Uh, don't tell me you're still doing this private dick stuff, Felix. Well, not,
4: uh, not by choice. I mean, it's hard times. I need, I need some cash.
2: Circuit's really not doing, doing it for you then.
4: Nope. No, I've, uh, you know, I've got um, an elderly mother and a burgeoning case of alcoholism to support.
2: And he, and he smiles and says, well, I can help you with the alcoholism, but I don't know if I can help you with your mother, unless she's single. And she he kind of slaps the bar and, and kind of gives a chuckle. Um, and he says, all right, anyways, you're looking for, uh, for a guy. He's not a regular. Well, we have people come in here all the time. All right, uh, I can...
4: Would have been nine o'clock one night. Probably would have taken a booth.
2: And he kind of leans over and he looks at the booths. He um, you said, You said nine, nine o'clock? Hmm.
0: Do we have a picture?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, you have a picture of Timothy. I've got a picture of Timothy Tucker. Here it is. And he, and he takes it. Then he looks. Uh, and he goes, I've never seen this guy. And he slides the, the photo back to you hawk, but he looks back at Felix and says, But there's a guy that's over there in that uh in that corner booth over there. Um comes in here maybe every other week or something like that. He comes here and he waits around and then two guys come in and they talk for about I don't know, twenty minutes. They don't order anything. And then they just leave. But uh Oh, he was. Um, yeah, he was here, uh, shit, 10, 15 minutes ago, showed up, sat down, um, then a guy comes in, hat, trench coat, whole works, comes in, um, he goes to the corner, and he doesn't sit down, he's just standing there, and they're arguing. Um jabbing fingers the guy in the in, in the in the in the booth he's not having it uh, I told him to leave you know the, the guy in the booth never pays any. he gives me a tip when he walks out but he doesn't get food or drink he just sits there and then walks out and p- puts money on the table and I take it you know just taking up space though paying customers come here to eat um but so I, I got fed up and tired of it went on for about five minutes I said hey take it outside they left, you know, I think they, uh, they probably went into the alleyway or something, maybe the sidewalk, but yeah.
0: I'm sorry. Who is this?
2: Uh, just some guy that comes in here. Um, usually around nine o'clock every other week. Uh, he's got a, uh, uh, uh he's got a, he's got a mustache. Yeah. And, uh, and, and slipped back here, but he's not this guy. And he, and he points at the, he points at the, uh, the, the photo and he says real clean cut, you know, no clean cut. Two guys usually come in, but this time only one. Didn't look like any of them, too. But yeah, I saw them walk, uh, what would it be? North, east. They went, uh, they went down uh, just a little ways east on the sidewalk, and then they just turned a corner. So I'm pretty sure they're just in that, uh, that, 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 that east alley. What now? Uh, it's been 10 minutes. And they were going at it.
5: Felix, you... uh, You happen to hear what they were arguing about? Something about money.
2: It's always about money these days. Felix, do any
0: of these descriptions sound familiar? Somebody you saw at the...
2: Fowler and Epstein give me an intelligence role.
3: That is a critical. Oh, okay. I got a 43. So got-
2: um, has thin mustache pushed back hair. Sounds exactly like the guy that walked out of Conver's office. Hey, guy. i seen that guy. I don't think I heard you, Mech, if you could repeat.
4: I said, Giles.
2: Yes. Giles. He was
4: the weak link. Hmm. Well, look, if we were going to put the moves on someone to find out what was going on, he'd be the numero one on my list
2: now hold, hold, hold on hold on felix now you know i don't want no trouble
4: no no i don't mean i mean I, I don't mean putting the moves on someone. i mean putting the moves on someone i mean just like going and giving him a stern talking to
2: oh. not
4: fight any roughing him up i mean come on
2: what's this guy got to do with uh with all of you
4: oh we think he's got something to do with some fella who uh went missing oh
5: yeah.
0: like
2: yeah. i said
4: the, the the family are paying us to try and find him. It's a long it's a long story, Manny. I won't bother you with it. But
2: uh... he he's in here. Um, like I said, every other night, uh, or every other week, every other two weeks maybe. Uh, comes in, sits down. Two guys show up. They talk in the booth. Two guys get up, leave. He then walks out. puts, you know a dollar or two? When was the last time?
0: That, when was the last time that that happened, Manny?
2: Well, they didn't show up one time. They usually show up like clockwork, you know, every two weeks or so. Um, didn't show up one time uh, uh, on the usual day I see them. Then all of a sudden, they show up the very next day, and you know, and they show up to, and they and they show up together, and they sit show up in the middle of the day, and they sit down and they're talking. Let me see.
0: Let me me ask a question to the GM because I'm not sure I understood the beginning of this. Is there somebody sitting in the bar right over here? No.
4: No, he's out in the alleyway. He was out in the
2: alleyway. Okay.
0: Okay, that's it. Okay, I thought somehow I thought that was a different person.
2: No, he says the same guy that comes in here every other uh, every other two weeks was just here like 15 minutes ago. 10 minutes ago, a guy showed up. They were arguing for five minutes and then they left. And then you guys showed up five minutes later. So they're probably still in the alleyway. It's only been five minutes.
4: Well, look, I think, um, Hawk, I think you and Fowler, I mean, you know, you're the, you're the, you're the hard man among us.
0: Well, and, and, uh, and if it's somebody from that office, they don't know what we look like. Fowler, let's, oh, Fowler went to the restroom. I'm going to go.
4: All right. Yeah, he always does that one.
0: He... There he is. Yeah, Fowler. I'm back. Fowler, let's go out into the alleyway and see if we can find that guy.
3: Okay. Sorry, I just... So you what is apple, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. All right.
2: So Fowler and Hawk, you walk out of the restaurant. Um, it's relatively quiet now. That, that traffic jam has cleared up. And it's now about 9 nine twenty, so it's it's getting it's getting pretty late so yeah. you guys walk down the sidewalk and you turn the corner what you see is a very very dirty alleyway all right um trash bags dumpster um this is clearly where they throw all the trash out from the restaurant right. um Snow is is melting. It's warm tonight. Um, And you can kind of hear the people still eating and drinking inside. And as you guys turn the corner, it's very dark. But as your eyes adjust, Hawk and Fowler, you see that sticking out from behind the dumpster are a pair of feet.
0: Yeah, kind of figured Um, so go over there quickly. See if the guy's still alive.
2: Um, you walk over there and what you're seeing is a man lying face down. Blood is pooling. Um, his, the back of his head is caved in. Um, do any of you have a medical role?
0: I'm not a doctor. Uh, I've got one point.
2: Then no. How about you, Fowler? Uh, you know,
0: my guess is that his head's bashed in. Yes. I don't think I need that.
2: Yeah, I don't have it either. Um. Give me a spot hidden, Hawk and Fowler. Uh, pass. Um, I pass too. What you're seeing is um. Just past, so first of all, there's a tipped over trash can, trash all over the place. Okay. Um, What you also are finding um, are very large shards of glass. Um, And it's very thick.
0: Get it into the bottle.
2: Yeah, like a wine bottle. Okay. Very thick, very hard.
0: I'm Um, going to uh, immediately check his pocket for uh, ID.
2: Sure, and as you're doing that, if I could have Fowler um, give me another spot hidden.
3: Okay. Okay. I fail.
2: All right. Um, So, Hawk, what you find is a house key. You find a wallet. Inside are $10 in loose bills and change um and a driver's license um the driver's license is that of uh Harrison Giles has his address Ooh. 11 West West 10th Street it's got his blood type he's an organ donor um you also find in his pocket um it's about the size of a 50 cent piece it is a coin with the state seal on it
0: okay I'll, so it uh,
3: wasn't robbery.
0: No. No. Did you think that it was? <laughs>
3: no, but that's just something that he kind of.
0: Harrison Giles knew something, and uh, they had to shut him up. Um, I uh, I mentally take down the address, and I know it's Harrison Giles. I take the coin, and I take the doll, the money. Okay. Because he's not going to need it.
2: Yep. Um, And you do all this without Fowler noticing. He's kind of off looking around. He failed the spot. I do
0: it very quickly, yeah. All right. And then I put the wallet back so that... All right. What now? Well, um... I suppose... How is this guy dressed? Is he dressed in a jacket and...
2: He's dressed in a suit. If I
0: can, I'll check the pockets of his jacket and see if there's any... Other things in there. Yeah,
3: no, I was gonna do the same.
2: Not really. Um, like I said, the only things you really found on his entire person was um, was the house key, the wallet with the driver's license, and then the um, coin with the state seal. All
0: right. Uh, let's go back inside. All right. Don't say anything. Let somebody else find the body. Get involved. <laughs>
3: All right. We, we so, can't do
0: anything for him. He's dead. So
3: Yeah. I just,
0: don't, I just don't want to be involved in the police. So All
2: right. Wow. So uh, after only a few minutes, I'd say like five or not even ten, probably like five or eight, they haven't been walking back yet.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and what what we do basically is what I do is I, I sit down with the others and I say, um, nope, didn't find anybody out there. Not a living soul out there.
2: Insurance is no. Manny. Yeah.
0: They must have yeah. hightailed it away.
4: Oh, that's a shame. We could really have done with talking to him.
0: And I'm really not talking to Manny. I don't want Manny to hear what I'm saying.
3: Oh.
0: As long as he's there, that's, the way, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it.
3: Yeah, though we didn't find anybody.
0: He... Um uh what i 'll say when there's nobody around standing around and if, manny goes over there to take care of people or something sure uh, i'm i i just i I sort of hint to everyone i'm like uh, we didn't find anybody alive out there, but let's keep that to ourselves well I'll share what I know once we get back to the Hotel. And uh, that's the end of that. Actually I might I might take the coin and push it over to Felix. Let's see what he says. It's a seal. Is it like a metal seal for making a seal of
2: well it's it's like um it's like a coin. It's like a it's like a it's like um you know military tokens? You know token coins? Not really. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody in the military. But uh, it, I think it's in the Army or the Navy or something like that. They have token coins. So it's the seal of that military outfit um, on a coin. And they have like a drinking thing associated with it. It's just it's it's essentially a, a small coin with a seal on it. And this token coin happens to be the seal of New York. It's probably just given to people um, who are members of City Hall or something okay. like that.
0: So i say something very clever, you know, like uh, um, if Mr. Harrison Giles left this place, he's not there any longer. (laughs) The man who was Giles is no longer.
4: Oh, I knew knew that was going to happen.
0: Yes, we always seem to be five minutes behind uh, every solid
5: lead. I'm going to, so while, while everybody's talking here, I, I want to maybe perk my ears up a bit and listen around to see if anybody's actually talking about the fellows who, who are arguing, Giles of course, and see if anybody's like kind of mentioning that, or if they're just minding their business. Um, give me a listen roll.
0: My suggestion is we get
5: out of here and go back. Nope. I don't hear a thing. Yeah, it's too noisy. Oh, yep. Hey, Manny, this,
4: this fella, the guy was meeting, one he went outside with. Yeah. Hey.
2: Like I said, I, I didn't really tell. Uh, I couldn't really tell. He was had, he had a hat on and a big jacket. Um, and he walked right over there into the, the dark corner, and he was just standing over there yelling at him. Never saw his face. Um, big guy? Average. I Can saw you- the
0: sound like somebody who comes in here has come in to meet him before?
2: Oh, no. No, he didn't look like the others. Those other guys, you know, they were bigger. They were bigger dudes. Um, Real sticklers, if you know what I'm
0: saying. No, I don't know what you're saying.
2: Call it uh, a special skill, but I can sense a narc when when I... when anyone comes into this bar, and they were narcs.
0: Narks. Narcotics officers?
2: <laughs> Someone who would spill the beans about their cops.
0: Yeah, narcs, grasses. Yeah. Ah. They've used the term narc, though? No, okay. Sorry.
4: As in Norbert the Narc. Pigs. They're pigs.
2: Flatfoots.
0: Coppers.
5: The
2: filth? Yeah. The man. So, yes, all what? those things, they were. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not about to lose my, uh, my liquor license, so to speak.
0: Stool pigeons. Yes. Cha cha cha. Sorry. It's
4: kid Creole moment.
2: So I wouldn't have served them even if they uh, even if they wanted something. Like I said, I'm not losing anything. They were probably coming in here watching me, making sure I wasn't doing anything that I shouldn't.
5: Well, I don't know what you mean. You just serve Coke and and uh, soda. And Pepsi. I just
2: serve Coke and Pepsi, sir, and it kind of smiles at you,
5: and, and then. I, I, I'll I'll slide him like a dollar, and I'll say oh, I apologize for my outburst earlier. I was do. Just, uh, I was a bit irritated being splashed by muddy water and snow. Are, are we close to finished
0: with our meal? We, oh yeah. Um, I'm, sure that,
5: I'm sure that
2: after you went out there and you saw that you're just like scarfing it down, like let's get the fuck out of here.
0: Well, I certainly enjoyed the flavor much more. Um, I've got it's a.
5: a meal, by, yeah. by the way. Um this video well, was magical, by the way. What
0: I I want to say something to Manny as okay. we're leaving, but uh I want to make sure that we're all are we all ready to go? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. So what I say to Manny is I say, Manny, um I'm all in favor of what you're doing in here, but you're going to have a run in with the cops probably sometime in the next uh hour. Um,
2: what, are you,
0: what are you talking about? Um, we, we're going to leave. We don't want any trouble, but um, there's a body out in your back alley. What?
2: And, he's, and he said, and he just kind of looks. Through, and, he, and you guys are kind of standing in the in the in the doorway. So
0: um, like, you're gonna just be aware. Get yourself ready for the cops to show up. Pretend uh, like you on. don't know anything about it.
2: I gotta call them. I gotta call them. Oh shit! Shit! All
0: right. Let all right. somebody else call them. How <laughs> uh, exactly.
2: do uh, Any kind of any kind of He just kind of starts looking around. And goes, all right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, you you guys. You know. Thanks for the tip. Um,
0: who's, who's the? Who's in the buildings behind you? Because uh, you could always call it in and just say that you're uh, you're looking at your your window upstairs and you're looking down there and you see a body in the alley.
2: Uh, it's just apartments over on fourteenth, so they probably see you it.
0: To, I just don't want you to get in trouble.
2: Uh you no, seem like thanks, a cool guy. Thanks for the tip. All right. Well uh, I'll get rid of all this shit underneath the bar and then uh, and I'll call him, all right? And, and he holds out his hand and he and he shakes your hand, Hawk, and he shakes everybody's hands as as he's he's profusely saying thank you because had someone found it and the cop showed up, he would have gone to jail.
3: Yeah. So, yeah.
2: yeah. So With that, he kind of closed the door. You guys are on the sidewalk. Uh, It's relatively quiet. You can hear the the distance of, like, 2nd Avenue and 3rd and 4th, but it's relatively quiet on this street.
0: So uh, if we get back into Fowler's car, and uh, I basically explain to everybody what we found.
5: All right. Did, did Fowler lock his doors? I always
3: lock my doors. <laughs> he
5: yes. always
0: locks his doors.
5: Are they still yes. locked?
2: They're still locked. Okay. Um,
0: I show him the coin. Uh, I graphically described the way his head was bashed in with what with a, a bottle of something. So uh, Okay. I'm sorry that that I didn't say anything. I didn't want the man is like a really nice guy. I don't want him to get turned off because he's you know gets caught. You did,
5: you did the right thing, Cock.
0: You did the right thing. So Giles is dead, and you guys saw him arguing with uh, uh, that other guy.
2: William uh, Converse.
0: Converse. Uh, there's some, there's some nasty business going on here at city hall. What do you think we should do tomorrow? Do you think we should turn that book, that ledger over to, uh, to somebody important?
5: Oh, well, the sooner it's out of our hands, the the easier we can breathe, I think.
0: Well, I think I read the the other day in the newspaper that the the, the main lawyer who's uh, spearheading the investigation is uh, Hofstetter, and it's the it's the Seabury, it's Judge Seabury who's involved, and Roosevelt. Yes. So any one of those three.
2: <sighs> Something I'd like to point out is. Um... You're on Twelfth Street, and uh, Giles' house is on Tenth.
3: Not that far away.
0: So we could uh, investigate. This. I hope
3: not far away.
0: It's yeah, it's it's uh. 11, ISIS. What, what did I write down? Eleven West. Tenth Street. Street. Eleven West Tenth Street. New York, what an interesting thing, number <laughs>
2: way to say it. Yes, they have a very interesting
5: number system.
0: What do you think, guys?
5: I say we go for it. What time is it? Like 9.30. Yeah. 9.20.
0: Is that? mind. Um... No, it's not important. Well, this area, it's probably uh, an apartment. Brownstone, maybe:
5: I'm pretty sure it is: Well let's let's go. Let's, um, yep. let's I got my, my coat, and it's, it's quite cold out here. Let's, let's get on with this.:
0: who, who amongst us looks the most like Giles? In build and size, would you say, Thomas?
2: Anyone with an appearance of fifty or sixty, a size of fifty or sixty, would do fine. Those two, as long as those two work, and has That's brown right. hair. Well,
0: I have. But we all wear hats.
5: Yeah, I have a hat on, and I fit. I, I have a size fifty, and appearance of fifty, so. Yeah. Um,
0: what we can do because there'll be neighbors and there'll be people around is well,
5: you can wear it's... your
0: heavy coat or you can put your heavy coat up like this and we can pretend like you're friends and you've been drinking
5: And uh... Well, let's not make a ruckus out of it um, and, and you said it's about what, 9.30? Decent folk would probably be uh, what day is this again? It is Wednesday It's a weekday. Decent people would be heading off to bed right about now
0: Right. But it, if it's an apartment complex, they might look out their doors and they're gonna wonder why all these strange people are coming into his apartment. But if we're friends trying to get him in bed because he's drunk.
5: Well, I can play a part.
0: You do your disguise with uh,
5: you know just well, yeah. up so, you know I, we'll be helping you. Yeah, you shouldn't have mentioned disguise, man. Ex nay on the disguise.
0: Eh? Wear your disguise.
4: Hey, wow. you know, I could probably disguise you. Probably.
0: Yeah? yeah
4: fake moustache.
0: We just need it for a second so that nobody knows that uh, yeah. anything's up.
4: Hey, Fowler, let me one of your eyebrows for a minute.
3: Hey, no!
0: <laughs> I
5: almost spit up my water. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, um... If you can fix me up yeah um let's 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 uh how do you say this hawk in your your line of business That's the case the joint
0: no, no, let's just go in
5: let's make sure that we're not being followed as well
0: good point well, so we'll we'll keep an eye out to see if we're being followed, but we can just walk there, right
5: yeah. So it's just a few few blocks away, right? Well, it's,
2: it's, so, um, so you guys are on East 12th Street and the, uh, the address is on West 10th Street. So it would be a drive across and then just two blocks down.
5: Well, nobody's driving because we've all been drinking. Yeah. Well,
2: uh, well what are you talking
5: the- about?
0: Everybody drink, drinks and drives in New York at...
5: Yeah, it's a straight line. And that's and that's the reason why I almost got hit by a Mercedes. I'm fine. Well, um, what's the foot traffic like right now? Foot traffic, no. and street traffic. Is it still busy? Is it? Has but it, if I, we're going,
0: if we're going east to west, aren't we? How many blocks? What are you talking? Thirty blocks.
5: <laughs> well, let's 40. find out.
2: Let's do it. Let's 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 map it out. West Tenth Street. New York to East 12th Street. All right. we can do this. Let's see how far. Uh, Directions to uh, East 12th Street. Okay. How long would it take to walk? It would take about 15 minutes.
0: Oh, well, then we could do that. Yeah. That way nobody sees our car or anything. Right. Should we sing something? It's like, uh, um, sweet um, at all. Uh. <laughs> I, I, th-
5: I think that uh, we should try to uh, keep a low key. But if somebody happens to see us, I can pretend to just to, to stumble a bit as if I'm drunk or intoxicated. But I think that going in there as low key as possible would be the best.
0: Yes, of course. Okay. So So,
5: But wouldn't it be
3: better just in case you need a you know, a quick getaway?
0: Well somebody could stay with the car. Yeah, we don't all need to go. Fowler, do you want to stay? It's your car.
5: Well.
3: You guys walk. I will
0: Yeah, you drive drive and be nearby. Right. Like across the street. Hi, hi.
3: Okay. Yes. So,
2: Fowler is going to go in his car, and he's going to go first, and you guys are going to walk.
0: Okay. Yeah, but we're going to be halfway there before he even gets. Before he
5: finds parking. <laughs> well. This is New York. Yes,
2: Dexter will get there slightly before you.
5: Okay.
0: But only,
2: but only slightly. Um, Fowler. <laughs> Um, as you, as you, uh, as you close the distance, as you go down one block, uh, 11th and then the second block 10th, you can see that it's just like a row of brownstones. Okay. You see, uh, you you see Giles home. Okay. You, you see, um, what was the address? I keep 11th West. But what you see, at the very end of this block, um, there's not a whole lot of cars here. Um, most people would just take the taxi the same subway. At the very end of the row of, of excuse me, of brownstones, you see a police car. Lights are off. It's not facing. It's it's facing east. It's not facing the house, but it's just sitting there on the corner.
3: Is anybody in?
2: Um, from this distance, no. You can't see. You could do a spot head.
3: I got an 07. So I got an extreme. One man. And
2: he's sitting with his head like this, looking up in the rear view m- mirror.
3: Okay. I When I drive up closer, or when I get closer, do I see anything in the, the rear view? Or do I see anything in the back of his...
2: Other than the the, the, the police-issued shotgun, which is just, like, sitting up like this in the back seat. And he's just looking at you. Or he's not looking at you. He doesn't seem to mind you. He's just kind of, like, scanning the rearview mirror.
3: That seems odd. But I guess it is New York, so...
2: And it's around this point that you can kind of hear the singing songs of Hawk as he moseys on down uh, the the street. Um, and you guys turn the corner, and you see the exact same kind of setup, except Fowler is parked um, on the opposite corner. Is, so the police car is down the way, and Fowler's right there next to you.
0: How dry I am. How dry I am. Well knows.
3: I kind of motioned to Hawk and basically everybody kind of there. Uh there is a I kind of in a kind of an a quieter voice so no one really can there is a cop down the street over there.
0: Hmm. Rats.
3: Just giving you a fair warning.
0: Yeah, if for all we know, the the cops are the ones who bumped this guy off.
3: And which is weird, he's looking in his rearview mirror.
0: Maybe he likes looking at it himself.
3: I'm I- just letting you know.
0: What's that, Tommy? Can I clarify something, uh, Thomas?
3: Yes. Um, I'm trying to remember
0: back to I guess it was the last episode when Fowler and Epstein were up in the
2: office. Mm-hmm. They were talking with Converse. Yes, they were talking to Converse, Giles, yeah. and Converse, and Giles was the one who was saying he don't want any more part of it. Yeah, he was like, "I'm done. I don't want any part of this. I'm done." Okay. All right. I want just want to clarify that. Thanks. Sure. No problem. Um, well, um, go ahead and. Uh, and, and and get have, let's have Hawk, Fowler, and Tommy give me um law rolls. Law? Law. Uh,
0: uh Uh I did not pass. I missed it by like five.
3: I don't know anything about law right now.
0: Okay. Amazing to I've got forty-five, I, but I didn't get that. Oh.
3: I got rolled a ninety-three out of sixty-three, so We've, we've we've been drinking. Hard yeah? Success.
2: What was that, Tom? Hard success. Hard success. He is a lawyer. Um As a lawyer that you know that you have it, it, Hawk took the key, correct? You have the house key, you know. You, you could easily spin this as, you know, we're going in, um, you know, to see a friend. We don't know if he's here or not. We happen to have a house key, you know. You could spin it that way. cops may not like it.
0: Well, but. yeah, the thing is, is that what if they just murdered this guy and they're looking for somebody and we walk right into it and they just murder us to keep us from, <sighs> you know, well, that's that's my fear. Um
5: And even if even if they're not involved with the murder, if later on, you know, our our friend Manny calls the police and they identify this individual and you have a group of guys going into his home, we become suspects in his.
0: Yeah. Um, So I was hoping we could get in and out of here without anybody seeing, but now that there's a cop, it complicates things really badly.
5: Now, um, it does actually.
0: What, well, how do you all feel? Fowler,
5: about Fowler you said that the, the police was looking in his rear view. Was he looking in his rear view mirror or was he looking up at at, uh, at the apartment? So
2: um, how the street is laid out is there's a row of brownstones either, on either side. Um, Eleven Number eleven is directly in the middle. Okay. The cop is all the way on the eastern side of the of the street. You guys are on the west. Okay. Okay. He is parked facing east. He is looking in his rear view mirror. Thus he is looking west.
0: So he's looking back at the apartment, at the brownstone.
2: It
5: looks like he's scanning the street.
0: Looking for yeah.
5: Um looking okay. to see if anybody enters or
0: exits. Here's what? a question actually for the GM then. Okay. Not being not being completely familiar with uh, the way things run in big cities like that, is it would it be normal for a cop, a beat cop, to be at the end of the block, kind of keeping his eye open, or is this extremely unusual that they're right where we're going? Right and I'm
2: glad that you asked that. Because this is a relatively nicer part of town. It's a row of brownstones, you know, uh, and you walk down the street, there's no, there's no real issue. You're not near, you know, Little Italy or Chinatown. You're not in the south, southern part. You're not in Harlem with all the jazz. You know, you're in the middle of Manhattan on, near the Upper West Side.
0: So, so it would be, it'd be unusual to see a cop sit It is there.
2: It is highly unusual that a cop is just sitting there with his lights off, just doing this, looking I, in the mirror.
0: I have a very bad feeling about this. At this point, I'm, I'm ready to say abort, but it's up to you guys.
5: Well, well you say. Mr. What Hulk, the, let, let me ask you this. this? I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not too familiar, Hulk. I'm not too familiar with, with New York. Um, I'm not out of town. Where though, am but, I? Well, the question I would have for you is: Wouldn't there be a like a fire exit or or an escape uh, for like maybe in the back of the the building? That we yeah, see so be- if
0: we can sneak around to the back of the building and go up the fire escape.
2: William that's, Brownstone, you have alleys. Yes,
0: that's not a bad idea. Um, we all have flashlights, right? So when flash we get lights? up there, we don't necessarily have to turn on the light. I
5: don't
0: think they
5: created um, uh, flashlights back then. Well, it, 1930s. Yeah. yeah, you guys and have We have them in
0: the 20s. Oh, I, I, um, you said flash? Um, flashlights? Not Oh, torches. We we call flashlights in What I'm going to do
3: is <laughs> I'm going to stay outside. I and you know just in case something happens, you guys can you know do whatever. Go inside. I'll stay outside too.
5: How about this? I mean, if you're going to stay outside, particularly with a car, if we go in and that cop comes out of his car, perhaps you can stall him. I mean, you are you are this famous uh, radio sh- show host. Perhaps you can talk to him a bit.
3: Yeah. Could be a possibility
5: um, if I see he... And as. I mean, and and to basically signal us. Um, you can toot your horn like twice or something like that or, you know, or something like that, which will signal us that he's leaving his car and you can run inter- interference. It'll give us enough time to get in and get out.
1: I can yeah. throw my boomerang up at the window.
5: If, if he
0: asks you why you're honking your horn, tell him that you're, you're trying to get your girlfriend to come out, but she doesn't seem to want to come out.
1: Mr. Hawk, I've got a question. Mm -hmm. If the police were watching Giles to protect him, then they would be watching him where he is not in his home when his home is empty, yeah?
0: Yeah, but I don't think that they're waiting to to protect him. I think that that we've been told that the cops are all corrupt.
1: I'm just wondering, if he's watching the street, though, does he have a partner up in the apartment?
0: That's also a possibility. They They might be ransacking the apartment. I think that it's highly likely we'll get up there and it'll be ransacked, but we'll see.
1: Well, I might wait. I might wait with Mister Fowler if that's okay with my boomerang.
0: Sure, you're not really in the law enforcement or anything, so we'll risk it. How about you, Tommy? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going in. I'm staying out here. All right, Epstein.
4: Look, I I, I don't mind um, the idea of. Uh... Doing a bit of disguise work, but um,
0: you don't want to risk anything. Yeah, I, I
4: just, I I, 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 you know, dead bodies, and no, I don't. I'll keep
5: an eye out. I'll wait in the car. Henry, I'm with you. Okay. I mean, Fowler, you're with me. this this plan basically uh, hinges on on me and my disguise as uh, as our dis- deceased friend here.
0: All right, well, you guys come up with, if you need a distraction, you know, go over and have a conversation with, uh, with Dexter and uh, just act like you're a couple of pe- party people that have left and you're wandering about. And I mean, anything, they, they can't arrest you for just being people on the street. But
1: yeah. what, if the, what if the two of you, you gentlemen go up and there's somebody else up there? You don't know if there's anyone in the apartment.
0: We'll be careful. We'll try. I'm packing.
5: And I'm, I'm not packing, but I'll hide behind Hawk.
0: You got that sword cane.
5: Oh, that's the other character. Oh. So, I
0: have Henry walked around with one of those too.
2: So Hawk, Fowler, and Henry are going to walk around back. No.
0: No, Fowler's staying with the car. Fowler's
3: staying uh, at the Fowler's car. So right. just, just, just me and
0: am, am,
2: yeah. I, am
4: I doing a makeup job on Henry before he goes in?
5: Yeah, you can try. Okay.
0: Just, just sort of, yeah. Just make him look like you know, hunched over that he's.
4: I can, I can do this. I mean, you know,
0: of course, now we're going up the back. I don't think we anybody. Yeah, yeah uh, but kind of... you know,
4: you know, just in case. Um,
5: and and,
0: um, and I mean,
4: course... you know, I'll, I'll I'll have to improvise. Using a bit of a bit of boot blacking instead of a false moustache, um, but that guy only had a pencil moustache. I mean, it'll look the same from about five feet away, so no one, no one will ever tell the difference,
1: you know. Will well, well, you Mister Epstein if he can touch up these blotches and blemishes as well for him while he's now, doing I'm, I'm just going to point out that if I rolled a
4: 99, percent I would have just given you a massive, great Groucho mark moustache. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 99 99 is when
2: you go. What does carcinogen mean?
4: (laughs) Oh, I got none
2: of us would know that. (laughs)
4: Seventeen out of twenty-five. Sorry, seventeen out of fifty. And my hard is twenty-five.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, despite Henry's age, from a distance, someone could pass. You know, he could pass off as. We have, just
0: need uh, casual glancers. Yeah. Who'll just automatically think, oh, that's Mr. Giles. Yeah,
2: that's Even Mr. Giles.
0: See him.
4: Yeah, and I I saw Giles in the in the per in person when he was still alive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, you, know. you say that like it's my fault. I just get the wonderful task of finding the dead bodies.
4: I'm just glad I didn't see him. I, don't, I, that's, I just don't, I don't want to see any more dead bodies.
0: says I'm like $11 richer. I have my, so,
2: my, my
4: fill of dead bodies to last me a lifetime.
0: All right. So we sneak around. While they go a- off into the street, we go around behind the buildings. and.
2: Okay. Well, you guys, like I said, you guys are on the west end of the street. He's on the east.
0: Okay. so you guys
2: get out and you begin approaching the sidewalk so that you can go around the alleyway um, and you guys are halfway through the actual street when you hear the engine of the car, the police car ahead turn on and uh, and it kind of just rolls away it roll, and it takes it takes the corner and it goes down third just or I guess it's not third. Um, I don't know what it would be, but he, he, take, he turns right and he just kind of slowly goes down.
1: As as it begins to move, can William spot the registration so that he can note it down in his notebook?
3: Sure, yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
0: 496-R-E-D-H-E-R-R-I-N-G.
1: <laughs> K- K-I-S-S-I-N-G.
2: All right. Um... It's not hard for you to do because you know, the taillights, they illuminate uh it's a four digit code on the back. Um, so it's it's definitely not difficult for you to write down in your notebook.
4: Are there that many cars about now?
2: Wow. Yes, there are there are four dig there are at least a thousand of them. Um but um how the, how the world changes. Well specifically cop cars have uh numbers detailed in the back. Um but um, it kind of just goes down so you guys are alone on the street now
5: mm. I'll continue to walk as if this is uh, like I wasn't even looking at it I'm just going to continue to the apartment sure
2: and the car is the car going to remain where it is it's just going to sit there
1: is the other car completely going away way down the street or is it just going around a corner
2: or something like that it's, it just it's, it, it's, it keeps going it's gone it's out of sight
3: well, you know, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna like let's let's just let's just go around the block. You know, let's just see if it kind of stop at another part. Maybe he kind of seen us, kind of suspicious or not. We could he just in? be
0: going around the block to come back the other direction. So,
3: well, that's what I kind of. I'm Wait. gonna kind of drive around the block.
2: Okay, so you're gonna so you're gonna kind of wrap around and come back to
3: this point.
1: Yes.
2: Okay. Um,
1: well, okay. I, I, would, I would be quite happy to go and join the men going into the apartment because I kind of feel like the danger has gone now.
4: Yeah, I was thinking much the same thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Maybe, maybe Mr. Fowler, you can just drop us near the,
3: the apartment and we'll go up. I give, I can't, William, my piece, of, just in case something happens, you know how to use this.
0: Um, why don't we just uh, say how that happened and now we're walking up to the
3: apartment. <laughs> sure.
2: Um, so you're gonna walk up to the front door now. I guess. Okay. What about you, Tommy? You, you didn't tell, are you staying in the car? Fella, you're staying in the car, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm staying with Fella.
1: Okay. I'll take the gun, uh, Dexter, as well, so thanks for that, although it's a bit, ooh,
5: you know.
2: Okay, so you guys have approached the front door. Hawk has the
5: key. Uh, is there anybody looking or does, does anybody spot us?
2: No, it's 10 o'clock nearly. Yeah, it's, it's 10 o'clock, you know, on a Wednesday. People are probably starting to they either they're finishing dinner or starting to go to bed. So they're not really looking at you.
0: Are there other people in the same building or?
2: It's it's just a brownstone. So it's just like a, a it's, it's a just, a, yeah, just an isolated longhouse. All right. Um. Okay, so key in, turn the, not, uh, turn the lock, door is unlocked. Okay. Okay, um, so you open up. Uh, it's dark.
0: Yeah. Everybody come but, inside.
2: But it's, it, but, and as you guys enter in and, and hot, close the door, it's dark for a brownstone, even when the light's off.
0: Okay. Um, well, I, I turn on my flashlight. I point it at the ground. Okay. Um, are there curtains that are drawn?
2: Uh, yes, there are.
0: So there's no no light coming from outside?
2: Yeah, would you like to open them?
0: No. Want them to be closed. That um, way nobody sees our flashlight going around.
2: Give me a spot hidden, Hawk.
0: Uh, that's close. Yeah, I got 69 out of 70, so that's really close.
2: As you pass your flashlight over... Um, in the in the in the split between the curtains where they're drawn. You can see you don't see you don't see glass. It's newspaper.
0: What the hell? So I, I, I pull him back a little bit. So he's newspapered up the windows.
2: Yep. He has layered at least four layers of newspaper. Like I'm not talking about like sheets, I'm talking about like full-on newspapers. And he's he's taped them. To the window, so you can't see the street.
1: Has he actually taped him on so you can read something in the newspaper, or is he trying to?
0: He's trying to block the out. light out.
1: Is he paranoid?
0: I don't know. There's paranoid. There's paranoid. You can't see the, through the curtains, so why? Well, Seem
5: about the light when he was in the office. Seeing what what actually happened to this man, he has all the right to be paranoid. or had all the right to be paranoid.
0: Yeah, but what 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 are you talking about? You think somebody he's afraid of what?
5: Well apparently, apparently he must have been afraid of somebody following him and wanting to uh end his life.
4: Yeah, and then he it's, goes and stands out in the alleyway with some guy.
0: Yeah, he Everybody, goes to a restaurant.
5: Well well I mean Everybody is you know, going mad and dying.
0: We don't know what that
5: conversation was about. Perhaps he was there to meet somebody and
0: yeah, but but this this is not normal. I mean, this is, and it, it's his house. People would know where he lives.
5: Well, I mean, I can't pretend to to understand this man, Felix. While they're having this conversation, maybe I should should think about it. And
0: well, can we look around
5: and, and, and roll a psychology on that? Why would this man do
2: this? Um. Sure, give me a give me a psychology role while everyone else is looking around. Go ahead and uh, on this uh, the living room and the foyer, give me a spot hit. Everybody? Uh, yeah, everyone but uh, but uh, Henry.
0: Yes, pass yeah, my
2: my, my, my What about
3: do I, I don't need to make one, do I? No. Ooh, I
0: go to nine.
3: No, you're not you're there
2: go
0: right.
3: outside. All right.
2: Um, so who passed?
1: Pass. Yep. William yeah. notices motes of dust floating about.
2: Yes. Um, Hawk, you have the I mean, flashlight. So I was going
1: to suggest
4: though, if 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 the if the windows are blacked out, why don't we just shut the door and turn the light on and then search? That'd be easier.
0: I'm afraid that they might not be as light proof as possible, but we can we can probably chance that. I want that cop driving by and suddenly seeing the light on and coming in and machine gunning all of us.
2: What? Uh,
4: um, too many cheap novels
0: I do and
5: So yes. but, but being cautious is always better than going. well I
0: doubt that light can get out so with the curtains drawn and the newspapers right. can we find the light switch
2: yeah Felix actually is near it so he flips it up um, okay. Hawk and Felix your pastor spot with the light on um, one of the very first things you see is that there's an end table next to the front door you know, where you put your keys and you hang up your coat and, um, on it, um, there are several letters. Um, but one on the very top, it kind of strikes out with you because, uh, on the front is a big red stamp that says pass due. Um, it's a bill from the United States postal service.
0: Okay. Yeah. A bill for how much?
2: You don't know. It's not open.
0: So, how, oh, okay. So it, it's okay. Well, I open it up and look at it.
2: Um, it is a uh, bill for a PO box in Guile's name. Um, it's past due on its rental, um, and it lists the uh, the the box number and where it is. What's the box it's, number? Um, One hundred.
0: That's it. One hundred.
2: Uh, yeah, that's it.
0: Okay. It's just, yeah, It's just. So where it's located?
2: I don't have the address, but okay. I, you have the address. It's on, it's on there. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you should take the
4: bill as well.
2: Yeah. How much the is bill. the bill for? It's only for about. How much would it be?
0: Like two bucks. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to calculate the like the amount it is now compared to to then. But yeah, it's like two dollars.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Take that. Because we say
4: we went down and paid it. They wouldn't question who we were if we were down there paying the bill, and then asked for the contents of it.
2: That would. Be
0: and I have now. When when you said I have his key, do I have his keys?
2: No, or all you have, have is uh, the house key.
0: So he just had a loose house key in his pocket. Yes. Okay. Well, then I look around here if there's another set of keys.
2: Um. All right, give me one. He's
0: going to have a P.O. box key. Yes, he will. Somewhere.
2: Um, so you look around the first floor. There's a the second store. It's upstairs. Um, you really are not seeing anything down here. You kind of look around. It's not ransacked, nothing has been t- topped over.
0: Does it look like he's been here recently? Yeah, it looks, yeah, it looks like. It's lived in. There's yeah, food looks, in the fridge.
2: Yeah, looks like it, it was lived in. There's food in the fridge. Um, you know, the ice box is full. It's got Cokes in it. Um,
5: everyone loves Coke. So, but yeah, addicted. Uh, um, I, while, while, while I'm doing that, I'm going. I'm going to be doing my own searching as well. Um, particularly if he has a personal library or, or something like that, where he might hide some. Uh written content
2: sure um you you can kind of take brownstones are relatively small um so uh, all
0: narrow and multi-story yeah
2: yeah, so so this first floor is mainly just the foyer the living room the kitchen and the dining room and then a bathroom um so and you can so you can just like take a look and you can see nothing here um okay immediately i'm gonna assume you go up you go upstairs yep i'm going up. so okay um, and here you do see um, the, the, this brownstone is relatively modest. Um, you see that there is a uh, there's a bedroom and that there is a study, um, and then there's a, a master bed and bathroom. You know, like I said, it looks lived in.
5: All right, I'm going to go right into the study. Um, that's that's going to be my first place to go, sir. Um, okay. but I'll also check the bedroom and other rooms up there, but. First, first things first for me is the study. First, first things,
2: first things first, is the study. Okay. I
5: well, think I, th- I think William
1: would join uh, Henry too, just with the library side of things, if he's got <laughs> anything like
2: that. Um, well, awesome. All right. So William and Henry are going upstairs, um, and and you've opened up the, the room into the study. Um, like I said, it's relatively small, so so i um, I'm kind of doing this piecemeal. Um, you open the study, um, hyper-organized, um, not like scary organized, but it's definitely very clean in here. Like this is clearly a place where he came and did work. Um, okay. There are, there's bookshelves. Um, they're filled with, uh, with documents. You kinda, if you were to open them up, it would be like documents relating to uh, city hall and the city planning office nothing to and it's like committee lists and stuff like that manifests um just the things that you need to do your work but not like the core of it um on the desk uh there's nothing really there there's a fountain pen there's a there's a little table uh, or there's like a little like, foam pad um there's a cup there's some books kind of here and there one of them is actually face down um like like he was Black, pre- it's opening uh, it's open but it's face down okay yeah like he was like he was reading it and then he put it down and was like i'm gonna go do something else um in oh.
5: okay go
2: ahead. in the uh there's a little tray um and the tray says red you're gonna see that there is a, a piece of paper face down. It's folded into thirds, but uh, it was folded into thirds. You can see the, the, the creases, but
5: it's face down currently. Okay, I'm going to look at both that, that slip of paper as well as the, uh, the book itself. Okay. I'm going to look at the slip of paper first,
2: though. Um, okay, well, um, you pick up the slip of paper. Very first thing you see is stapled to it. A note card. It's a what? A note card. And, uh, and, William, you can see this, too. Um, it's a note card that reads, In Back Between Red and White Pipe. Okay. Okay. And so that's stapled to it. And then let's go ahead, and let me pull this up really quick.
5: Uh, All right. It, it is dated February 19, 1931. Giles. You don't need to worry. Everything is done on my end. Hopefully, the Hall of Records won't notice, though I doubt anyone cares about anything from the city planner's office files. And when we need them, I have a way to find them as I've hidden hidden in plain sight. It's genius. Not even Samantha will find out. Now, I want to tell you, Harrison, uh, that I'm starting to think someone is on to us. Ever since we planned all of this, I've noticed men following me. I first saw them on the train as I went to work. They've been there every single morning and evening, always watching me. The sooner you get what you want, the better. I don't know how much longer I can involve, uh, I could be involved in this. I've got my own issues I need to be dealing with. And the last thing both you and I need is getting caught with all of this. Hopefully this finally works itself out. But I'm on edge. Just remember, don't act suspicious. Live by that rule and we'll be fine. I'll see you at work, Timothy. And I'll read that over just to memorize that, and I'll hand it over to, uh, to you, William.
1: Well, this is uh, amazing, Henry. This is like the smoking gun, you know? It's real, real, real evidence.
5: Yes, but there's more questions and answers, though. Um,
2: William, as he's reading that, um, give me a spot hidden.
1: Ah, uh, fail.
2: Then, Henry, I want you to give me a spot hidden when you're finished reading.
5: All right, I hand the paper over to him, and I'm looking around. Oh, uh, my God. Nope. 60 out of 45.
1: I, I am looking for, this card says in back between the red and white pipe. So I'm looking about to see if there's any pipes or anything in this room.
5: No, I, I will say we could check this room and we could check this apartment, but.
1: I think it might be his work place.
5: It could, it could, could be his workplace. Also- it
1: it, sorry, it said it was hidden in plain sight. So I'm wondering if it's at work.
5: And he did mention somebody uh by the name of Samantha, so yeah that this sounds just about right, but I say we that we still check this place um cover all of our ends here
0: Samantha's yes. his wife,
2: so uh, and 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 with and with that i'm going to say cuz hawk and and epstein and uh, uh there's nothing on the first floor other than that you've kind of done your search you've moved upstairs and you can see them in the study you know with the
5: paper in their hand with a note card um, if
0: there's a mirror on, on the wall i give it
5: right. the evil eye now now th- there was a note card I, I wanted to sort of go back cuz i'm not going to go down yet there was a the note card, but there was also the book. What, what was he reading? Where did he, where did he actually stop?
2: It's just a, its just a, an anthology of stories. It's nothing really. It's no, just okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. So William just repeats to the rest of the guys what's in the letter. Says it's a real clue.
2: Okay. So, um, Hawk and Epstein, give me spot hidden since you're kind of standing in the hallway.
0: Twenty-five pass. In fact, that's uh, better than half.
4: That's uh, sixteen. She's also a pass.
2: On the bookshelf, tucked away in between two little books, until those two little hard, you see the glint of brass.
0: Ooh. Brass. Well, you're closer.
4: I'm I'm going to look closer at it.
2: Okay. It's just a sliver, so you'd have to pull it out. Um, and in pulling it out, you read uh, box 100. That's a little bar- brass tag and attached as a little ring with a key. Well,
0: yeah, what you. do you think of that? That's the post office box, so
4: you go then I'll hand that to hawk okay
2: now we're gonna jump back to Fowler and Tommy so all while this is happening inside nothing's really happening i um, just kind of sitting there um, you've done your you've done your round around the block there's nothing there um, you've been sitting there for probably 10 minutes 10 15 minutes and that's when on the west end of the road you see one Two, three, four police cars coming up
3: and they round the corner. As soon as I see that, I just bl- I kind of blur on my horn.
2: All right, so you guys inside, you hear the, the, the horn from outside.
0: They're playing our song, guys.
3: Mike. Took them a while, but they're finally here there, Tommy. Let's try and read up here. Yeah.
0: Shall we go down the fire escape?
1: Let's go, let's go, let's go.
0: I think actually we could just go down down the stairs and then uh go out like a back door or a back window.
2: Yeah, there's a back window that you could probably fit through.
0: There's probably a door to the alley where the garbage would go, huh?
2: Oh yeah, I forgot. Brownstorm. they put the garbage in the alleyway, not the front. Um, all yeah. right, so yeah,
0: we'll just go out the back door and then go along the alley. Sure, quickly um, in the dark.
2: For Fowler and Tommy, however, um, the cars kind of pull up alongside and they stop. The lights aren't on. They haven't—they're not flashing sirens. They just kind of pull up. And, uh, men get out and they're uniformed officers. Um, and they're kind of just, they, they kind of get out and they slam the doors and they're just standing there. And one man in the very front car, he gets out of the back. He's wearing uniform, but he, but he's got badges. He's got a hat. Um, he goes, he's an older man too. Uh, his jaw kind of protrudes out. He's all wrinkled. Um, and, uh, and he kind of, uh, when he gets out, he smiles and he takes his hat off. And you guys have your window down. It's probably a little breezy. And he shouts, Evening!
3: I kind of... I said, e- I, I kind of wave out and like, Yes?
2: Uh, and, he, uh, and one of the And you can see that the, the officers are kind of, you know, wrapping around and uh, and the man he kind of leans in and he goes you're that private dick
3: fowler right um my name is fowler yes
2: man you're a, you're a private investigator my name is uh, is uh, deputy commissioner Hodgins. you
3: know you know who i am hi i heard i heard you around on the uh around yeah and he kind of leans uh, back
2: and he says and who are you, young man?
0: Uh, my name's Tommy Anderson.
2: Tommy, you're a little young to be a uh, to be apprenticing with him. And he kind of motions over to, to Fowler.
3: Well, we were just uh, waiting for our like fr- uh, our the other friends uh... around. Yeah. Are, what, are the, what are the friends are those? Well, just some old, just some old colleagues that we did on a case. We are going to go out. That's why I'm waiting out outside here. Yeah. So, uh, so you happen to be, uh, you happen to be
2: waiting for a friend in that house there, and he points at uh, Converse house. No. No. Well, then, uh, which friend is it? Which, which house? Is one of these.
3: I honestly I I just I just point to like a random I point to like random. I'm not out of game. I'm just I'm pointing to a random house. I just don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know which one, but I'm just, I'm just oh it's, it's that one over there. And you point, and and the and the deputy
2: the deputy commissioner he kind of smiles and he goes, Officer Leary, why don't you go over there and, uh, and and knock and and get his friend up out of here because they need to be going here pretty soon. And, uh, and one of the officers nods, and he kind of walks over and goes, so, you know, uh, if this is uh, involving Mr. Converse or anything that he may be associated with, uh, know that uh, it's a police matter.
3: Oh, what? what? I don't know who you're, uh, I don't know who you're talking about.
2: I know who I'm talking about? No. Oh, good. We'll, let's, let, we'll keep it like that. And he kind of smiles. And, uh, uh, word, word around is uh, you've got some friends looking into the municipality building. Is that right? I heard that you were there. I was. You were. Can't go anywhere with a face like that and a voice like that. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, everyone just keeps recognizing you off the street like that.
3: Yes, it happens all the time.
2: Said you were asking a whole lot about a guy,
3: Tucker. Yeah, me and him go back years.
5: Yeah.
3: Like I said, I
2: have I have a lot of friends. Well, guess what, uh, Mr. Fowler? he leans in. He gives you a very <laughs> serious face, and he goes. I have quite a few friends too. And the Tucker case, <laughs> the Tucker case is closed. And, uh, and soon Converse case will be closed too. And he gives you, uh, and give you a smile and he says, now uh, hopefully uh, your friends aren't anywhere nearby. But if they were, you you tell them, uh, Deputy Commissioner Hoggins and his buds say hello. Now why don't you go down that way and you turn around, and I don't ever see you again. Okay then. All right. They kind of he kind of passed the car on, the, on on the top and he says, "We're letting them go. Now they were just sightseeing."
0: Drive, Dexter, drive.
3: I, I kind of start you know, driving, and I
2: kind and of as, go right where And as you I, drive away, your window is probably still down. You can kind of hear the officers laughing as Deputy Commissioner kind of wraps his arms around and just kind of watches you drive away. And we'll end there.
3: Hmm
0: geez <laughs> our players included Mick swan jeff wilkins Corey highstead ken trench wayne worthy and myself with tom mckeon as keeper of the secrets we're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience we provide audio only versions of our shows for you for you to download from podbean or itunes um we have some new patrons uh some patreon news uh, Raymond Offord has pledged $11 a month to our club. Greg Long has pledged $5 a month. And one of our current patrons, the Carter brothers, Craig and Neil, have increased their pledge to $20 a month. Thank you so much. Wow. Raymond, Craig, Greg, and Neil, amazing. Thank you very much. Awesome, Craig. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. And punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We love hearing them. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. ¶¶